Hey everybody, welcome to the show between the shows, The Hate Box. This is our interim microcast where I, Josh, one of the hosts of The Brick Pit, go on tirades because uh, it's kind of what I do a lot in the show. So in order to spend a little extra time with you guys, I take this time to rant. This week... We're going to talk the big one. The great diabetic diatribe. I'm a type 1 diabetic. It may not mean a lot to you. And it may not. uh, Diabetes may be diabetes in your mind, but it's not. Uh, So I have type 1 diabetes, which is an autoimmune disorder. My uh, immune system... It's so awesome that it thinks that the beta cells of my pancreas that produce insulin are an invader. So it kills them. Thus, I do not produce any insulin on my own. I've had this condition since second or third grade. I've forgotten. Uh, Prior to getting my insulin pump, I've administered myself over 30,000-40,000 shots. It's something that uh, will not go away. There is no cure for. And it is a constant uh, battle to feel normal. This is all just context for why it bothers me in movies. So, um, there's, um, the cure is always five years away. It's been five years away since I was seven years old. I'm 45. And the cure is nowhere in sight. The cynical side of me says that because they make more money off of treatment than a cure. But that's uh, that's not the purpose of this podcast. So, um, type 1 diabetes is different than type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes, I hate to tell you this, is largely um, preventable. Eat right, exercise. Uh, If you're overweight, your body can't produce enough insulin and you become type 2 diabetic. If you get old, basically it's, you know, you gotta die from something. (laughs) And when you get old, parts of your body start crapping out on you and you develop type 2 diabetes. Usually controlled by medication. No shots involved. Speaking of, I was the point I want to make. I, uh, my father was type one diabetic too, so he um, he helped me out quite a bit. But he also he has gave me one shot in my life. Uh, it was he was not a nurse. <laughs> he was a dentist, but he did he may have been able to administer Novocaine, but he did not know how to administer a insulin shot. It hurt like Dickens. And at seven years old, I was like, you know what, Pop, I'll do this myself. So I've been doing this for a long time. And a long time, I've also had to deal with uh, people that don't know whereof they speak. And this is just a general rule of thumb. If you're not a medical doctor or, or have personal first-hand experience, and by first-hand, I mean not your uncle or your cousin, you... With a disease, shut your mouth because you don't know what you're talking about. 
Hell, sometimes even doctors don't know what they're talking about unless it's their specialty. So, my whole life, on top of having to manage these kind of things, and it's always in the forefront of your mind, okay, do I have enough sugar? What if I run out of insulin? What if I get delayed? Where am I going to eat? Why do I not, am I not moving out to L.A. to sleep on couches after college to try to make it in the industry? Because I didn't have any, I couldn't live without medical insurance. Pure and simple. I just couldn't. Um, I couldn't take a job as a barista making minimum wage and, and uh, living with a bunch of people because insulin is expensive. Needles are expensive. Test strips are expensive. So just to not die costs a lot of money that hinders your opportunities in life. And I don't begrudge that. I, you know, that's that, there are plenty of reasons I didn't go couch surfing in L.A., but that was a primary reason. But my whole life, I've had people say, oh, you're diabetic. Well, my uncle was a brittle diabetic. That, that's, that didn't mean anything, brittle diabetic, or he had diabetes bad. It's like, right, It well, type one, it's on or off. It's binary. You either have it or you don't. There's no such thing as bad diabetes or... <laughs> brittle or or hard cases severe diabetes you hear that a lot so shut up i have type 1 diabetes your uncle is lazy and eats chips all day and that's why he has feet cut off i may tick some people off but guess what that's what happens so you get told things by these people like oh you know if only you ate more greens or if you lost some weight you would be cured and so that's insulting on so many levels. First of all, it's like, oh, all I had to do was eat some some collard greens and or green beans for dinner every night, and I would be cured of this horrible disease. Well, boy, I sure am a jerk. I sure am a moron. And more than that, you must think I'm a moron for not doing the simplest thing to keep from having a debilitating disease. Go fly a kite, you jerk. So that goes comes to the movies. Never, it, it, it's very rare that diabetes shows up in the movies, but when it does, it's. I'll give you the worst example, and then I'll I'll end with two good examples because you know maybe things are changing, but freaking steel magnolias, and growing up in the South, you know, I mean, the fanny flag and, and fried green tomatoes and steel magnolias, all that garbage is just like every old lady wanted to be the old lady uh, in steel magnolias so i had to watch that movie multiple times and watch a shelby drop dead with no parent <laughs> you don't just drop dead from diabetes typically so what happens is it's a slow decline. You, your, your organs start shutting down or things like that. Or you get uh, acetidosis, which is where your blood turns acidic and actually starts basically... You have xenomorph blood and your body is like, oh, crap, your blood's acid. And it starts melting everything on the inside. But if I recall, she just kind of like... Maybe she had a baby and dropped dead or something, but it was... It, it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but the scene in the, the 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 beautician shop was just beyond the pale, where she starts 
flipping out and they start screaming, Shelby, Shelby, drink your orange juice. And she's knocking the orange juice out of, out of her head. It's like, look, if your blood sugar's low, she would, I have eaten handfuls of raw sugar. I have a friend who was in a desperate situation. He forgot sugar pills and he was at a ballpark with his son and his sugar started tanking and he grabbed a cup sitting on a table and prayed two things well three one that it was a not a diet drink two that the person that had it didn't have some kind of communicable disease and three that it was in fact a drink and not like somebody's spitting from their chewing tobacco so Shelby would have sucked down the orange juice you know and just really great to me because then for the next 20 years after that tell somebody you're diabetic oh you like Shelby and Steel Magnolias no no I'm not not at all Godfather 3 actually is a good example and he may have even been type 2 because he was an old man at this point there's I don't recall there anything in and one or two about him being diabetic. He's at the freaking Vatican. And he sits down. And this bishop's like, are you okay? He's like, oh, I'm diabetic. My sugar's low. I need a need a Snickers bar. And that's all that's made of it. I was like, man, fair point. Godfather 3 is a terrible movie. And so, of course, it gets diabetes right for some reason. The other good... Uh, example of it was in, and I've talked about this before, I think it's in the Babysitter's Club uh, on Netflix. Uh, Alicia Silverstone's in it, and I think she produced it. But one of the kids, um, like my oldest was watching it, so I I was watching it with her to make sure it was a decent thing for her to watch, and it really was. The show obviously was not made for me. If it was, I would be concerned. Uh... (laughs) Or I'd be concerned if I if it was not made for me and I enjoyed it. But I can recognize that it was well done. And it, it addressed issues for girls her age. Um, you know, divorce, things, issues with friends. And then there was this diabetic girl. So I'm thinking, oh God, here it comes. So she had moved schools because she had had an episode and she was really embarrassed. And I was like, oh Lord. But it handled it more maturely and more medically correct than anything else I've ever seen. I, I, I was shocked. And, uh, and there was this point where like she had hidden that she was diabetic and all the, the parents got all mad at her and like didn't want her to babysit because she had diabetes. And she was like, look, I got to do all this crap. Your body does this function automatically. You know, I have to do this on my own. Something that should be unconscious. That doesn't make me less mature. It forces me to be more mature and more responsible. I was like, right on, sister. Right on. That's that's exactly how it is. So what does Netflix do? Cancels the damn show. You sons of... <laughs> so, what do we hate? hate chronic illness we uh we hate the uh medical community for not coming up with a with a pansia uh we hate godfather 3 even though it has excellent depiction of diabetes we hate steel magnolias from top to bottom 
uh, for everything that it stands for, everything that is in it. Um, I had a, the same friend, diabetic friend, had a had a uh, armadillo groomsman cake, and I thought it was terrible. But then I found out that he did it because his uh, his stepmother hated it, and I was like, okay, you're doing it out of spite. We'll live. Um, Netflix canceling TV shows that are actually good and decent to hell with you. Until next time, this has been The Hate Box.